Hi, I'm Ben and I'm a project manager and welcome to the Productive Project Manager podcast. I'll be sharing with you tips and approaches on project management, agile delivery and how you can improve your productivity at home and at work. Right, welcome to episode 21 of the Productive Project Manager podcast. And this week I'm back to giving two tips, one on project management and one on productivity. And the project management one is all about those last minute requests. So don't you hate getting those at the end of the day? I know I do. And it's especially frustrating because it can cause you to work late or finish work with an extra action on your on your brain that you haven't dealt with. So it can affect your evening. And it's especially frustrating when you know that, why didn't they just ask me that earlier? You know, they could have done that. Why are they waiting to this moment? So I'll just talk about a really simple tip on how to prevent those. And then the productivity tip is all about how to plan for your perfect day. And there's many ways to do this, but this one technique really helps move you closer to achieving that perfect day. Okay, so let's start with the project management tip, how to avoid those last minute requests at the end of the day. So I'm sure if you're a project manager, your typical day is filled with requests, whether that's face-to-face, on email or messenger apps, Teams, Slack, etc. And when those requests come in randomly or at worst at the end of the day, and well, sometimes your evenings, they just get taken over. It's not great. You're trying to be organized. You're trying to stay on top of things. And then you get this urgent request. Can I have this? Can you send me that? You know, whatever it might be, or even can I have a, a meeting at the end of the day? It's never good. People should know ahead of time what they need. And, you know, questions to you as a project manager and requests for your time, there's nothing wrong with that. But it doesn't, how well, it doesn't matter how well you plan and structure your day. When you get these ad hoc requests, it can kill your productivity and your evenings of peace. So to fix this, each morning, you just need to start thinking about who's most likely going to need your help today. And this could be someone you're working with the most at that point, or someone who's you know, the biggest defender who's always asking you for help. You'll know these requests is who they're most likely to be. And then you just simply ask them, what do you need from me today? Or something similar, you know, anything you need from me today? Or just looking ahead, any questions for me or anything I've not given you yet that you, you, you need from me. And by doing this, you're doing two things. One, you are forcing them to plan ahead, even if it is just a little bit later that day, because they'll need to think about what they need to get done that day and then what, what they might actually need from you. Plus, they're less likely to ask you for something that they could actually do or find themselves later that day. This is because you've already asked them. So maybe before they would just go up, oh, I know, I'll ask Ben that and not really think about the con- consequences of it. But because you've already asked them once, they'll may think, oh, God, he did ask me earlier. Maybe I shouldn't ask him for this. Actually, I'm going to go and search on Confluence. I'm going to go and search in Teams or wherever it might be and try and get it myself. Or maybe they still ask you, but they actually say, not needed now. Let's chat about this tomorrow. And then you can finish your day in more control. So it does have a, a double impact of doing that. So as I said, depending on who you work with and how busy you are, you know, it'll vary who you need to ask. 
And you don't want to ask the same person every morning, what do you need from me today? You know, just use your judgment on who to ask and when. And to help you be consistent with this approach, add a reminder in your diary to make sure that you're doing it daily, or at least a reminder to do it daily when you feel like it's needed. Because another benefit of this is you actually start to change the habits of those most consistent last minute requesters, you know, those, those offenders, um, without them even realizing, because what they'll do, you're, you're influenced that influencing their habits as well. So they over time, they'll start to come to you with updates and questions without even you having to ask. So there's a real benefit of doing it. A really small, easy change to make. What do you need from me today? All right, that was the project management tip. And the second part of this podcast is to talk about the productivity tip. And this is how to have the best day ever. Quite a statement that, but anything's possible. So how can you have the best day or even the perfect day? And this could be reducing how much you procrastinate during the day, uh, being more focused, more present, uh, achieve exactly what you plan to do. The best day, the perfect day can mean many different things to different people, but this technique is all about planning for your perfect day. And although obviously perfection is impossible, if you can get anywhere close to that, you know that you'll be having a great day. So this approach is all about visualization. So you're visualizing your day as if you've already had it because it tricks your brain into performing at a high level. It's super quick and it has a ton of other benefits too. And I'm going to explain these, explain how you do it. Visualizing your perfect day. This isn't about you winning lottery or meeting the love of your life. It's about excelling in the everyday areas of your life for that day only, whether that's at work or at home. Uh, so the typical things you do daily, but at the same time, just what makes up a great day for you. And as I said at the start, this can be different things for different people. And before I take you through an example, I'll explain a little bit more about what you need to do. So typically when you're planning your day, you write down what you're going to do and when, and this approach I really recommend. And I've got more details on this in other podcasts and on my blog as well, but this approach is different. And they definitely work better together if you plan your day and you visualize it. So why do you visualize your perfect day as if you already had it? It's because you're tricking your brain and thinking you've already done it. Then subconsciously, you're more likely to do some of those perfect day activities without even thinking about it. So you still need to write your perfect day down. And by doing this, it further embeds it into your mind, plus you have a visual reminder right in front of you there all day long, and you can bracket your perfect day into these four areas, health, relationships, work, and personal. Or if you really want to simplify it and just focus purely on work, that's fine. It's completely up to you because these are just suggestions, but they're broad enough to cover everything you do or typically do in a day. Right. Quick break there before I carry on. I just want to say if you enjoying this podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you liked it and you shared it, followed it on Spotify, Apple, wherever you're listening to it. It really does make a difference to me if you can share. And if you like this content, come over to Instagram. That's where well, it's, it's the, it's the social media tool I probably use the most. 
And that is the, the productive project manager. Just search for that and you'll find me on there. It'd be great to connect with you. Okay. Coming back. So as you start to visualize and write down the perfect day, one thing to know is this doesn't need to take long. So just some bullets in your notepad on a post-it in your journal, on your laptop or with an app. It's just, it's more effective when it's visible throughout the day. And I'll take you through an example now of those areas. So health, relationships, work, and personal before I share some more benefits of doing this. So for health, you can write down, I did a 5k run today, beat my PB. And then I spent a relaxing 10 minutes stretching. Uh, I ate five pieces of fruit and I only ate healthy snacks all day. My energy levels were excellent, as was my focus. And then for relationships, you might say, when I gave my wife a kiss and a hug before she started work, it was a really nice moment. She looks stressed before that. She's got a long day ahead. And then we chatted about her day and how I could help. And she just seemed so much more relaxed after that. At lunchtime, I closed my laptop. I left my mobile on my desk and spent 30 minutes focusing on her. We spoke about the kids and what we wanted to do that weekend while sitting outside in the sun. And it was a lovely break and felt like a proper lunch break. And then for work, I might say, I smashed my day plan I created for that day and completed everything I needed, including the tasks I've been putting off for my client. I got lots of praise from my boss. And when I closed my laptop in the day, I felt like I'd achieved so much. I know I will sleep well tonight. And then for personal activities, you may say, I dedicated some time today to rework my six-month goals and I can't wait to get started on tomorrow. They definitely push me, but I know they'll help me to get that dream job faster if I complete them. So these are just some brief examples, but hopefully you get the idea. Put yourself in the moment at the end of the day as if you're writing your journal. Then as well as visualizing it, imagine how you'll feel after your perfect day. And you do this because... Your brain will then want that feeling and do everything it can to get that during the day. And I mentioned at the start, there's other benefits. And the one I really want to highlight is lessons learned. Because at the end of the day, you can then compare how your day went versus what you plan as your perfect day. And as it's the perfect day, you know, the likelihood of hitting everything you planned, it, it's not realistic. You know, it's hard to plan 100% how things will go and when they'll go. So this creates multiple opportunities to learn. You can just look at what stops you from achieving the perfect day. There's no problem with that. You never know what's going to happen. So just take a moment to note down where you didn't quite hit the mark and then write down how could you have prevented it? And next time, how could you or what could you do to get you closer to that perfect day just by implementing the lessons you learn? So there are reasons why you didn't achieve what you wanted that day. And sometimes it's entirely out of your control. So don't beat yourself up. If you don't hit that ideal day every day, the most important thing is you're recognizing it and you're improving day after day. And if you review your day and go, no, there's nothing I could have done there. I'd like to challenge you and say, you need to look deeper. There's always something you could have done. Don't always assume that it's outside factors that are the problem. There's probably something you could do and you could change to, to move around and mitigate it. So don't find yourself, well, if you find yourself making excuses, don't accept them. Look for ways to prevent the next, next time and ask yourself, why did that happen? And then the answer you get, ask again, well, why did that happen? And keep going until you get the answer. 
So why don't you write down your perfect day today and just see how it improves your productivity in home and at work. So remember, visualize it to help trick your brain to thinking it's already happened. Think about your day in as much detail as possible when visualizing it. And then think about how you'll feel when you finish the day that you just visualized and then write it down and keep it visible to remind you on what you want to achieve that day. So that is the approach for how you achieve your perfect day or have the best day ever. And also, as we started with how to avoid those last minute requests at the end of the day, really simple approach, ask questions. Remember to put that prompt in your diary as well to remind yourself to ask the questions and you really will see the difference in the disruptions or lack of disruptions that you get day by day. Okay, that is episode 21. I hope those two tips were useful for you. If you try them out, I'd love to hear how they went. Uh, did they make an impact for you? Were you able to improve them or adjust them for your own situations? Get in contact. Really want to hear how you're getting on. All right, I'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. <laughs>